Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this very special episode, I'm joined at the table by Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everybody. And Agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Patrice Wells. Hello. Hi. Again, very special episode. Thank you guys both for joining me and being here. Thank you. Thank you. We are obviously not in our studio in Orlando, Florida. We're on location. (laughs) We're on location. We are actually in the Paradise View Terrace at the Grand Californian Resort and Spa here at Disneyland. All of California Adventure is laid out below us. Is laid out below us and behind us. Yeah. We are doing these shots specifically for lighting, but hopefully maybe on another show or a different shot, you may get to see a little bit more of California Adventure behind us. Also, don't worry about the noise in the background. People are not being hurt. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they are. They're actually having fun, I think. Some of the rides kind of hurt. (laughs) They're screaming intentionally. Oh, my gosh. Um... Kevin and I are here as part of our Adventures by Disney vacation. Um, we're in the second part of it, so we've left Hollywood. We've gone to Anaheim. It's almost over. Yeah, our trip is almost over. Mm. We seem to do these shows when our trips are over. It's so sad. I know. And Patrice, you're very close to Disneyland, right? You live I right am. around? I live about 20 minutes away from Disneyland. So um, this is something that my family does. Almost every other weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, so I can't complain. I love it. You better not Easy complain. Drive. People always tell us that we only live 20 minutes from Disneyland. You are so lucky. Disney Patrice World. is lucky. She only lives 20 minutes from here. It's really? True. Really? So we have some questions. This is actually going to be a Disneyland-related show. We're going to do some Disneyland questions and answers. And I have to take my glasses off to see my phone, so don't get scared. We're going to get started. Our first question is... I've lost it already. I have been to Walt Disney World many times, but never to Disneyland. I hear it's very small. It has all the same rides as Walt Disney World and can be done in two days. Is it really worth it for a Walt Disney World fan to go to Disneyland? Absolutely, yes. It's absolutely worth it to make that trip out to Disneyland. If you're the type of person that has been to Walt Disney World time after time after time, this is a different Disney vacation. I love Disneyland because it's it's relaxed. It's it's smaller. It's compact. It's cozy. That means it's doable. That means that you can see almost everything Disneyland has to offer in a couple of days. Right. And I'm I'm also of the belief too that if you're a true Disney fan, you should see and do it all. I was just going to say. And right. the question is, I'm a Disney fan. Right. If you're right. a Disney fan, this is where Walt started. This this is the park that Walt touched. Yes, it's smaller than Walt Disney World, but that was a learning experience. This uh, Disneyland is bounded by uh, neighborhoods, and there's only so much land. So while, yes, it's smaller in size, it is not smaller in spirit. It it isn't. It isn't. It doesn't lack the detail, the theming that uh, Walt Disney World offers. You have just as much detail and, you know, attention to that here as you do there. I also want to address this two-day thing. I do definitely do not think this is a two-day experience. I, I mean, I think you need at least four days. Because you I wanna... think you could spend two days in each park. I, I agree, exactly. I agree. And plus, it's like you, you need time to explore. You need time to see the parks. You need and time Disney to walk Springs. around. And the hotels. No, Disney Springs is... 
in downtown, downtown Disney. Disney. Right. Sorry, I've been trained. Sorry, right. right. I've been trained. Wrong coast. No it used to be Disney, downtown Disney in our park. Now it's Disney Springs. Excellent. So again, yes, you should visit. What is wrong with you for not visiting Disneyland? Right. We judge you. Um, we took some diehard Walt Disney World did. fans into the park this morning, and someone described it as, I feel like I'm home, but someone moved some of the furniture. Wow, exactly. Well, that's how I feel when I go to Disney World. I feel like everything is backwards there, and so I have a totally, I have the reverse uh, experience. It's what you're used to. Yes, it is what you're used to. And, and then when people say, you know, the rides are the same, uh, we have Matterhorn. Here, that ride right. is totally okay, different. Let's not go toe to toe, okay? Yeah, there's different <laughs> rides. There's a different land. Right. California Adventure is a totally different land. So that's you know. the screaming you hear behind you, right? Exactly. <laughs> what do you tell your clients when they ask you for the optimal number of days? And you, they say to you, "I don't know how long. How long should I stay at Walt at Disneyland?" Right. Um, I believe that a good vacation is is about five days. Okay. Because then you have time to enjoy your resort, enjoy your hotel. The pools here are awesome. You know, you have time to walk around. Maybe you want to see something outside. Um, go visit a beach. They're close. You know, so it's like I think that a five-day vacation is optimal if you could do it. Um, spend at least three days in a park. You know, re- two days is really pushing it. Oh, I agree. That would be very, very quick. Mm-hmm. You would have to rush. and. Right. When something's this good, why rush? Right. Thank you. Also, depending on the time of year, you know, there's going to be lines. There's going to be waits for rides. There's going to be things you're going to want to experience that you you just have to invest the time in. So, Someone behind us has a drum. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the Green Army Man. It might be the Green Army Man band. It comes around, and they have a whole little routine they They're do. trying to torture me. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so let's move on to our second question. What is the best time of year to visit, to visit Disneyland? Uh, are there any low-crowd seasons? <sighs> well, this question I actually get a lot, and it's hard to say um, when the best time of year to come because Disney doesn't want their parks to be empty. They want something happening all year round. So yeah. what they what they will do, they had Lunar year, New Year during um, February. And then they had Food and Wine right after that. And then right after that, it was Summer of the Heroes. And um, so they're always finding ways to make sure that the parks are packed all year round. Now, what, when I've experienced low crowds is September, um, right before the Halloween season, um, February is also a time where it's a little less people. So, I, and when you come in February and you say, hey, there's the crowds, there's lines, please do not blame me. Right. <laughs> there's also some to me, something to be said. Disney World draws people, draws more visitors. Disneyland is very popular with folks who live close. Yes. It is a yes. local park. You just said you come every other weekend. I am an annual pass holder. We come all the time. Yeah, and come come when annual pass holders are not coming. Basically when it's raining. We're not coming <laughs> to Disneyland in the rain at all. During the week. During the week is correct. Fridays and Saturday Fridays and Sundays are actually some of the most popular times for pass holders because your um your deluxe pass is not blacked out. Right. And most deluxe passes, you know, usually is blacked out on Saturdays. So that's why Friday and Saturday is definitely one of the busiest times here. I think, you know, it feels like uh, cooler weather is always appreciated. So it's a little bit cool right now. Cooler than this? It's a little hot. (laughs) 
it's a little hot. It's a little I'm far and hot. Oh, my gosh. So cooler weather is appreciated. But it's also sort of, you know, it's the answer we kind of give for a lot of things. When the kids are in school, right. there's going to be less crowds. People can travel when their Agreed. kids are out of school. So take that into consideration. But you hit the nail on the head in that Disney does this now for everything in that there's a celebration or there's an event or yes. there's something yes. throughout the year to keep those crowd levels they, up. In, Jan, in, uh, in Florida, in January, it's marathon month now. Right. So they're filling, exactly. they're filling up the month. Exactly. Right. Let's move on to our next question. How many days should I plan to spend in the parks? How close are the parks to one another? And is the park hopper really worth it? Hmm. So the first question, how many days should you spend in the park? Uh, two days is rushing it. Um, three days is good. Four days is optimal. So you think maybe two days per park right. is appropriate. Yes. Okay. Two days per park. And you could dissect the parks however you want. You know, some people choose, they go they go the left side first or the right side first, you know. But two days is, two days per park is a good vacation. In addition, you said chopping it up. You might want to spend the day in California Adventure but see fireworks or a parade. Yes. So yes. you, and the next question was how close are they? Very, very far apart. <laughs> what would you say, 100 feet? Right. Uh, right, 100 feet. No buses, no trams, no, none of that. You're so, walking straight. Right. For those of you who are used to, to Walt Disney World, uh, Disneyland's parks are literally across an esplanade from one another. Mm-hmm. Kevin's at about 100 feet, 100 yards probably. Right, 100 that, yards. Yeah, 100 uh, let's, yards I'm going to say that. Let's say a football field apart. someone's going to yes. write to us and say, right. it's not uh, 100 You know, if you're, ju- if you're waiting for me to be yards. accurate on the feet, don't. But uh, a downtown Disney leads to the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got everything is very condensed and everything is together. You could literally ride one ride in Disneyland and then run right over and ride a ride in California Adventure okay. probably within an hour. If you're faster I than I am, you could do it in a half hour. <laughs> so that's a, that's a plus of being here. A plus I of being agree. here is that you can really do that park hopping extremely well and extremely efficiently. We are on a terrace at the Grand Californian. That's another thing I confuse. Grand Californian and Grand Floridian, if I say that, they're interchangeable in my mind. (laughs) There's literally a door out of Grand Californian into California Adventure. So you don't get any closer. Yeah. To be door, I mean, feet away from the park, just right at your hotel door. That's amazing to me. I've stayed at Disneyland Hotel before in Paradise Pier. And, you know, to be able to walk outside and just go straight into the park, it's it's really a good feeling. Like, again, the, the bus system at Disney World, it traumatized me. It is. It's very traumatic. <laughs> yeah. I just got a tweet from a listener who's in the, the Hearthside Bar just below us. So. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Unfortunately, we're you? not live or I would invite her up. Exactly. Right. Come on up and be a guest. it's a him. So it's a her in my eyes. So um, <laughs> we do suggest the park hopper then. Yes. Yes. For oh, just for the ease of, as I said, if you want to ride California Screaming, but you don't want to miss... The fireworks are the parade. Mm-hmm. You're X number of yards away. And, and most of the time, <laughs> California Adventure closes first before Disneyland. And so what a lot of people will do, you know, close out California Adventure and you still have an additional two hours. Watch World ha- of Color. Yep. And then Watch head World. to the Magic Kingdom. Exactly. No bus. Mm-hmm. No bus. No bus. That's awesome advice. 
being at Disneyland that we could take a break at noon, go hang out, and come back, and we're not missing a beat. Right. So. And again, you like you said, it's not world. It's not hop on a bus and get and walk to your room and get yeah. in your room. And you might think to yourself, is it really worth it going back? You know, here it's so close to the, to each other. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's look at our next question. All right. Question about good neighbor hotels. Mm-hmm. Do any of the good neighbor hotels offer any park benefits? Um. Yes. Yes. Um. Specifically, if you have a three day ticket. Or longer, uh, and you're staying at a good neighbor, you are able to come into the park early. Um, it's the magic morning that that comes with a three-day ticket. So automatically that's a benefit. You know, a lot of people think that they can only get that early entry if they're staying at a Disneyland resort hotel on property. But you also get that benefit um, to be able to come into Disneyland one hour early with the magic morning. Um, another benefit is that a lot of the good neighbor hotels offer free parking, so you're not spending eighteen dollars a day. Yeah, it's expensive for parking. Here. You know, every single day that you're saving. If you did a four day trip, you're saving almost you know what eighty dollars. Yeah, eighty bucks on more. on parking. So that to me, that's a benefit. A lot of good neighbor hotels offer breakfast. Um, some of them offer shuttles to the resort. I mean, to the parks. There's a there's a few different benefits. Uh, walking distance is I don't know how I could forget that one, but walking distance is a huge you know benefit. The fact that you don't necessarily have to stay on property at Disneyland, but the good neighbor hotels are across the street. It's again no yeah, that's bus, not an no exaggeration. Tram. It's not an no, it's not an exaggeration at all. You could they're right across the street and some of them offer really nice pools. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm big on the pools you <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> do you think that has anything to do with the fact that it's two hundred degrees out right. here? Right. <laughs> That's just this was the absolute worst week. <laughs> this heat wave week, but I do wanna say now I am of the opinion that I believe that you should stay in the magic. When you come to Disneyland, mm-hmm. I understand that not everybody can afford it. Right. And it's different cost levels and different price levels. Obviously, you do what you can do. But I, I'm of the belief you should be immersed in the magic. Um, and even though these hotels are within walking distance, they are not John and Kevin walking distance. <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, I agree. So there's nothing like staying at the Grand Californian and walking out of your hotel and yes. being in California Adventure. I've stayed at a good neighbor hotel and caught a taxi. Across the street because I did not feel like walking. It's not in Patrice walking distance. It's not in my walking distance either. Like some people don't mind that, you know, that walk. I do. And it's not bad in the morning. No. Because you're rested. Yeah. It's when you come out of the park at night and that hotel has now moved six miles away. Exactly. It is so far. It's in Buena Park. (laughs) It's not in Anaheim anymore. (laughs) But. And I also want to make sure you guys understand, too, that you can contact your Dreams Unlimited travel agent. They will help you pick the right hotel for you. They'll make sure you get the right um, ticket and all that good stuff for you. So, of course, you know, everyone's needs are different. Everybody has a different set of what they want to do, what they can and can't afford. So Mm -hmm. we will help you with that. Now there's a marching band. (laughs) It's a a great army band. Do you want to go and watch the parade? <laughs> I, I can hear it from here. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm part of it. Right. All right, so let's uh, move on. Do I have to make dining reservations 
180 days in advance for Walt Di- for Disneyland like I do for Walt Disney World. Absolutely not. No. I dare you to call up someone at Disneyland and ask for 180 days out. Right. They will laugh at you. They will. They will. Um, yeah, they will. It's No, that 180-day policy is just so ridiculous to me, but that's how you have to do it at Disney World. At Disneyland, no. It's, it's 60 days out. And you really don't need to do it 60 days out either. And I'm going to say that with an asterisk. Because I searched earlier this week for a reservation at some of the most popular restaurants here. I was able to find availability within a week to two weeks. So to be safe, like three weeks, four weeks, but not... Not 180 days. If you're coming and you're to, uh, planning a special occasion, right. make a reservation. John and I had lunch today, and we walked up to a restaurant. And they said, sure, and the restaurant had plenty of availability. It's just not the same culture here. No. No. No one is setting their alarm to make a dining reservation. I agree. Like, I think that's absolutely absurd to wake up at 4 <laughs> okay, o'clock in the let's morning. Let's not upset the world, folks. Okay? <laughs> right. Oh, no. Okay. Well, like, I take it back. Right. They think it's absurd, too, but you have to do right. it. It's, you ha- that's you what have, you have to, to do. do it. It's the culture. Yeah, it's sure. not the culture here. Even yeah. for the, the most popular restaurants. What's the most popular restaurant here, do you think? The one that people ask for the most is Blue Bayou. That's what I would have said. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if that's really at the top of your list, make a reservation. Mm-hmm. Definitely, especially if you want a certain time. Because when I searched for Blue Bayou and I was able to find it two weeks from today... The time was off. It was like at 3.30 in the afternoon or, you know. And so definitely if you want a certain time, you want to eat at a certain place on a certain day, make a reservation in advance, but not 180 days out. If you're more (laughs) flexible in your dining choices, obviously, you're going to do better here. You know, if you're not someone who has to eat exactly at a certain time, you know, you'll, you'll do well. It's the same thing at World, too. We find that at World. You know, we can eat pretty much anything we want if we're willing to go off times. Right. Right. Um, let's can you hear see. me I can. I'm going to use my joke. It's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good to him. I set him yes, up and everything. Set him up for that joke. I have used that joke before. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right. So this person, this person wants to know, can I stay in the Dream Suite in Disneyland? <laughs> I almost forgot there was a Dream Suite because don't, don't even think that you can. Like, that's not a thing. Like, don't think that you can book the Dream Suite. Let's, let's uh, explain to people what the Dream Suite is. Okay. The Dream Suite is up over the um, Pirates of the Caribbean. It's near the Swiss Family route, or it's not Swiss Family here, it's Tarzan. Tarzan. And it is the suite that they set up during the Millennium Celebration, and they allowed guests, each day they would choose a family to stay there. They use it now for dignitaries and visiting guests of the park. It is not available to you. It is not available to be toured, unless you book Adventures by Disney, through Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Oh, wow. But As a matter of fact, our folks got a chance to see it today. Yeah, we so, should advise you over but no, earlier, the answer is no. No, 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 you're not allowed. You can't book Walt's no. apartment either. But there's but there's theme suites in all the Disney Resort hotels that are just absolutely amazing that you can book that are available, you know. So look at if you really wanted to stay in the dream suite, look into a theme suite at at California um, Grand Californian or Disneyland Hotel. 
especially the Disneyland hotel ones. They're and the, the Dream Suite is in the middle of the park, so it's not like you can walk yeah. out of your hotel room and you know get a soda. You know? Yeah, after the park closes, you're not leaving to go to Applebee's. Right, so it's not a it's not a resort hotel room that they will rent to anybody, pretty mm. much ever. It was a prize given away, eleven years or seventeen years ago. Yeah, excellent. Do you get a lot of questions? Do you get a lot of people ask for the Dream Suite. You know what? No, no. <laughs> I, Her clients are smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, because. I just literally, I forgot that it even exists. I see the D and stuff like that, but I put it out the back of my mind. I I try to get my family here, like, early so that we can be the family today. We were never picked. <laughs> so <laughs> I just wow. wanted to let that dream go. You're doing it right. <laughs> I know. I've been the family of the day four or five times. No, he has really? not. No, he has not. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> I've never I been the family of the day. Too. I'm so... <laughs> So the only time we we get up early is on these adventures by Disney That's trips. Right. As a matter of fact, this morning we were in before the park opened. Wow. And we had a chance to walk up Main Street with and no And I used the clock in the hotel room as my guide. Mm. And I made John get up at 5.15. And start, we had to be up at to get up at 5.15. We had to meet them at 6.30. Oh, wow. And John got all ready and then said to me, he looked at his phone. He said, the clock in the room is an mm. hour early. It's really only 4.30. It's an hour fast. No. Or an hour fast. It, 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 we could have slept a whole nother hour. <laughs> no, that's the worst. You got to use your cell phone and just set the alarm. He set the alarm on my cell phone, but when he rolled over and looked at the alarm clock, it said it was time to get up. Exactly. So he's like, I'm going to turn the alarm off so it's not loud. Ask another question. And I thought, I am going to smother him with this pillow. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on vacation. <laughs> no. I don't think you're allowed to smother me. I am not allowed to smother you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we would not get up early to be the family of the day or the week or the month or ever. If you get up at 11, you get here by noon, there's no line to get in. <laughs> We're really? fam- family of the lunch. That's kind of how I do it now. <laughs> I Like, me and my kids will sit around the house and we're bored and, hey, you want to go to Disneyland? Okay. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I have came at 8 o'clock at night one time. That's awesome. And did, like, five rides because nobody was here. That's because Patrice lives... 20 minutes away. 20 minutes away. It was no traffic there. But again, if if we really wanted to, which we don't, we could go to Walt Disney World that way. We do every once in a while. We do every once in a while, but it's where you live, right? You're lucky enough to live close by, so take advantage of it Mm -hmm. and get the most out of your annual pass for sure. The higher pass I get, the less I use take advantage of. Oh, really? Yeah. That happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have that, too. We have annual passes, and we've been, what, twice, maybe? Exactly. The world? This week. No, stop. <laughs> We're really bad about that. Um, speaking of annual passes, the other thing I want to mention, it's not on one of our questions, but I want to make sure people uh, know this. There's a, there's a different culture out here in Disneyland when it comes to discounts. Every place we go to, the cast member asks us, are you an annual pass holder? Are you a DVC member? Are you entitled to any discount? Exactly. I love that. Exactly, and the and the discounts for annual pass holders are so good. Yeah, I want to say I get twenty five percent off of merchandise and stuff like that. We got twenty percent off, I think, with our DVC discount. Wow! I yeah. bought a, a piece of artwork today in the gallery. Exactly, and my the discount for being a DVC member covered shipping and tax. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's that's what I'm talking about. I love I love to, I love to. I actually think I overspend more 
because I'm like, well, I'm going to get a discount on it anyways. There you go. I have bought my kids clothes here. <laughs> like, instead of going to actual stores, I bought shoes for myself, purses. I'm like, yeah. So I turned around to my house. Everything was Disney. And I was like, this is sad. Yeah, we have a problem. Right. That's it's an problem. addiction now. All the Hi, I'm Patrice. Right? <laughs> I'm addicted to Disney. Stuff. Your kids go to school and they call you up. Oh, yeah. My, my kids go to Trace. school in a Disney shirt almost every single day. They have Disney backpacks. It's it's sad. All their sweatshirts. I, don't I believe, think those listening to yes. you understand. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe anybody who's watching this thinks that's sad at all. No one's judging you. No, I think that's true. Yeah, don't judge. All right. So, again, we mentioned you can't have the dream suite. You can't have, Kevin mentioned, Walt's apartment. Do you want to talk about what Walt's apartment is? It was an apartment that Walt built when he was building the park so he could stay in the park. It is, since his passing, it has become somewhat of a... Museum. A museum. Exhibition. A, people make a pilgrimage to see the light on. Right. The light is... Oh, the the history was that Walt would turn the light out when he was leaving the apartment but when he was in the park the light was on and cast members would look up and see if the light was on and know that Walt was already in the park and the the story was that that meant they should be on their best behavior (laughs) well since Walt's passing the light is always on it's sweet it's sweet to go um, when you're leaving the park when you're leaving Disneyland down Main Street and you see that light, it really just makes you feel like you get all the feelings, all the tingles. Yep. Yeah. It's nice. And our group this morning visited Walt's apartment. Yep. You can only yeah. do that if you come with ABD. Ventures by Disney Vacations. One day. Um, One day. I was going to say something. I forgot what I was going to say. One of the things about this Adventures by Disney Vacation, the backstage magic, is that it's very much geared around, it is geared around the history of Walt Disney. Mm. And Walt Disney coming to Hollywood. We start in Hollywood and we do that story. And then you go, we go to the studios and we go to Imagineering and we wind up in Disneyland. So it's wow. sort of the arc of Walt's progression in his life. That's and nice. one of the things they love to do is you're standing in the studios and you can see the hospital where he passed away. Oh my god. And they love to tell that story. And everybody in our group is crying. I'm about to cry right now just hearing it. Oh my gosh. And we sit back and we laugh and say cuz we know it's coming. <laughs> All right, let's uh go on. Let's do the our one last question for this episode. Um we've got a whole bunch more to do. We've got a lot we want to uh inform you about Disneyland, especially while we have Patrice with us. So we're actually going to do two shows. We'll break this up into two different recordings. So this will be the end of our first one, and we're going to end it with, excuse me, what are the benefits of being at a Disney-owned hotel and resort over a good neighbor resort? There are a few benefits. Um, Immediately, the distance, you know, still with, like we said before, with the good neighbor hotels, you know, that, that walk at the end of the night is a walk. But when you're right here, you're next to the parks. You're dizzy. Uh, California, sorry, the Grand California has its own entrance into California Adventure. Um, you could, just like at Disney World, you can use your key to pay for your purchases, for your merchandise. You can have it sent back to your room. I love that. Right. <laughs> I love to be able to have it sent back. your packages yes. through the hotel. I don't want to carry yeah. everything all night. So that's that's a, a benefit. Um, I love the fact that, well, did you know that they have a walking tour available to the hotel guests of California Adventure before the parks even opens? 
wow. where you can take you can take a two mile walk and it's absolutely free and you sign up at guest services. I actually just learned that wow. in preparations for the show. So that's another benefit. Um I just and being in that Disney bubble, um, Disneyland is in a city. It's not its own city. So when you're staying on property, you are fully immersed in that Disney bubble. You're on a Disney vacation. You're not dealing with the outside world. <laughs> I also mentioned, too, you talked about the tour here. Uh, the Disneyland Hotel hmm? has a tour as well. Oh, yeah. All three hotels uh, right. can participate. You have to sign up at guest services. It starts at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. I believe the Disneyland Hotel actually has its own tour because of the history of being the first Oh, hotel. I think we learned that today, this week. Did we not? Okay. Yes, we did learn oh, okay. That. Okay. Because I don't want to be wrong for sure. So, uh, yeah, the Disneyland Hotel is the first wow. actually Disney owned and operated hotel here. There's a, oh. there's a whole history behind it of it was not owned by Disney originally. Exactly. But the Disney history is very strong with it. So it's cool to take that tour. What else? What Interesting. else do resort guests get? They have, they have a lot of different outside the park activities. Um, they have the movies at night, the movie screenings at night. Um, that you can watch the fireworks from the TV in your room, which is you know always a plus. Fireworks go off at about nine, so if you have a sleepy sleepy child, sleepy adult, you go back to the room and sit back and watch fireworks from your TV. Um, the Trader Sam's is at the Disneyland Hotel. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It seems to be a popular a spot with our folks. Yeah, Trader Sam's is fine. <laughs> I love Trader Sam's. Disneyland Hotel has those really cool headboards, the Kiss Goodnight headboards. Oh, yeah. They light up and play music. Yep. Those are nice, too. I love those. It's all the Disney touches, right? Exactly. It's all the Disney things that are involved in staying at a Disney-owned and operated hotel that, again, keeps you in the magic, keeps you immersed. You don't have to leave. You'll be bothered with other things. Yes, that's the. I think that's why we all like to go to Disney World and Disneyland, so that you could escape the real world for just a little bit. And definitely being on property at at the Disneyland hotels offers that. The magic is strong here. Magic is it, strong. The magic is very strong. Oh my goodness, that was really weird. All right, before we close out this show, um, let's give somebody a tip for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I know we're not experts, we're not locals, but I'm sure you Run are. for your life at Santa Ana. <laughs> what does that mean? That's a horse tip. Oh. I don't even know if that's any of that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are. Come during cool weather if you're prone to he- not liking the heat. Yeah. yeah. Today's been, this week's been very hot. My, my tip for dining is Catal. Mm-hmm. We love Catal. Catal's in downtown Disney. Uh, that is one of those restaurants we've never had a problem getting into. Right. It's a Mediterranean restaurant. Think tapas, things like that. Uh, Excellent uh, food. I think the pricing is reasonable for Mm -hmm. a Disney area hotel. Um, And again, it's... There's been more than one occasion where we thought, where do we want to eat? We don't know where we want to eat. We don't want to bother with anything that might be too um, time-intensive, that might take up too much of our time. And we've just wound up at Catal. Wow. So that's my yeah, advice for nice. Catal is nice. Um, my tip is actually to enjoy yourself while you're here. I think a lot of times when we're on Disney vacations, we're trying to do so much. And really just enjoy the fact that you're on vacation. Enjoy the fact that you're with your family. It's beautiful. You know, take 
eat a churro, take a stroll. You know, don't try to rush and do everything. Just enjoy being at Disneyland. It's very Kathy Whirling. Enjoy the moment. Really? Yeah, I'm all about being Smell the roses. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we see it all the time. It's the rushing from thing to thing. Yes. It's the, you know, we have to go and get our fast pass and we have to be on this ride at this time. And you think, but look at all the stuff you're you're blowing by. Right. Um, Disneyland in particular is very, very detail-oriented. There's so much to see and so much to experience that's not just the big attractions and the big rides. We don't want you to miss it. And, you know, you, could, you just the other day, the last time I brought my kids before they went away for the summer, we were standing in line for a ride, and my son goes, oh, my God, that's one of the Incredibles. Mm. And so, you know, we get out the ride, and we're going to go meet the character. And, yeah, you know, the ride had a line and everything like that, but it was so it was much more important to my son to meet one of his favorite characters. You know, than now that is different here that than it is in World. Mm-hmm. In World, our characters this. are scheduled and they have handlers. Yes, we yes. were sitting outside Peter Pan's flight this morning, waiting for the rest of the guests mm-hmm. to come out. And Pinocchio, Geppetto, and Little John yes. just walked up and stood next to us. Exactly. That doesn't happen in Walt Disney and World. That was a lot here. What I really love yeah. too is they kind of played with each other. Mm-hmm. It right. wasn't yeah. so much I'm going to come and I'm going to stand in line and you're going to take pictures with me. Mm-hmm. They sort of had a fun little exchange amongst themselves. And what surprised me was four or five people came up to take pictures. It was not a mad rush. No. Pinocchio would have been mugged in Walt Disney World. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And you know, I've seen it where Peter Pan has done, like, uh, duck to goose with children or you know they they'll play different games like just hey come on come over here we're about to play duck to goose with captain hook and you know you don't see those things when you're rushing you have to be no, you taking don't. your time and enjoying where you're at in order to be able to experience some of the little magic moments right that exactly. they have you know so but i love it i you know it might be the weather too because in florida it's so hot that you probably can't have them wandering too much no i think florida it's more about the crowds and it's more about Mm, that sort of i have to get my child's picture with this character Mm. that they really need control over them Mm. so great another great thing about the disneyland resort enjoy the characters Mm-hmm. All right, so that'll do it for this episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you. For Ew. participating with me, for being out here in the heat. Yes, um, no As I mentioned, we're going to have another show uh, next week. This is part one of two, uh, Questions with Patrice about Disneyland. So we hope you enjoyed this one, and we hope you join us for the next one. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. Thank you. Thank you.